the college basketball experience elite eight reaction show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet. Win bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. Yes, this Saturday, sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan Shad and myself over at youtube.com/sportsgamblingpodcast. This is Brian Bosworth, aka The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Bars out. up like a Christmas tree. Uh, but if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby swing database, Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I pissed away some money, but damn, am I happy about it. I know. Maybe, maybe the same can't be said for yourself, but... Look, when you stick your neck out on the line, this is what we gotta live with. This is what we gotta live with. I am joined by my co-host, give it up for former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins at West Virginia and Frank Martin at South Carolina, host of the Ride and Rush Show, host of the NFL Gambling Podcast, and uh give it up for Oh, Ryan McIntyre, how you doing, man? Oh, what's up, man? It's kind of sad. Only, only down to four. We got two games left. Four, if you include the NIT. And you're right. Hey, we tout all the wins, but you got to take it on the chin when you're eating shit. I ate shit today. I went zero and two, one and three on the weekend. Miami's proved me wrong again. Yeah, me too. Look, but I, <laughs> I, you know, it's funny stacking the money green. You know, great guy. I feel like he doesn't know that I would root against Texas in any scenario. The Cowboys for him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like Texas is way worse than the Cowboys to me. Texas is, you know, they've earned all of it and, and shout out to the chat. Uh, I know yesterday, some Texas fans were getting mad and I was like, dude, you guys deserve all this. If you weren't such little bitches, 
back in the nineties. I didn't fucking hate you. You earned all of it. You earned all of it. And uh, I was delighted to see the Miami hurricanes win. I know that uh, I have received several text messages from uh, Terrell Furman jr. From NC <laughs> Nick saying, uh, talking a little trash, talk a little trash at old Mac. Not me. They're, they so you're the mid major. Yeah. That, so, I mean, uh, they're coming at you. Everyone's coming at you. Shout out to K- Kenneth. I think uh, if Kenneth, you were on the Miami hurricanes all year. I feel like, he, right? He, yeah. He's a Miami fan. So congrats hey. to Kenneth on his hurricanes. Shout out to you. Uh, congrats. And Jimmy Laranega, big fan here. Hope, uh, hope he wins it all in a way, but at the same time, um, man, UConn fans gotta be happy because I feel like the one team that could, I mean, I guess you can make a case. I, I mean, I've been raw. I thought, I thought Texas would destroy Miami. So maybe Miami gives them a better game than I thought, but uh, you got to look around and say, man, we got a conference USA team, mountain West team, a, uh, a ACC team when they were terrible all year, it seemed like, and, uh, and a big East team that w- finished like f- fourth in the big East. I don't, I don't even remember something like that. Third, yeah, fourth, fourth. Um, and uh, you know, it's just wild. This is a wild March. This is the best tournament though. I can recall. Cause both games, I mean, this is the best tournament I think in my life. If I, if it, like as far as, as far as good games every single day, yeah. you know, like, yes, you have, you've had a couple blowouts, but really not really. You know, so oh, shout out to Dean. You're a superstar, Dundee. Thank you, thank you. Um, so I guess we should start first with uh, with the Texas one because, I mean, I know we're not going chronological chronological here. Uh, you know, Miami comes back. I think they were down 12, 13, 14 maybe. I don't even remember. Yeah, and uh, they win 88, 81. I mean, in the second half. They uh they outscored Texas fifty one to thirty six. Shout out to Noah Beanick. Noah, do you want to hop on this episode? You're more than welcome to hop on this episode. Cause uh he did win a lock battle with the Miami Hurricanes. He did take the Canes. He did. Patty C and Noah Beanick. There he is. I guess why not? There's only two <laughs> yeah. guys to discuss. Yeah. <laughs> Noah, what did you make of this game? I mean, look, when I when Texas got up to like thirteen or fourteen, I was like, oh, it's a wrap. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, watching that game for me, when they, you know, they extended the lead at the end of the first half. And I thought, oh boy, they've got their hands. Miami's got their hands full coming out of here in the second. And Texas, okay, so Michigan just won it. I don't know if you heard that from my family, but uh, they went to overtime against Penn state. And that's why I was late in here um, for the NCAA hockey tournament. But when uh, Texas was extending the lead, it was like, Oh boy, like this could easily just turn into a route here. And I felt a little bit nervous, but Miami, I think that was what their second big comeback. Cause they did the same thing against Drake too. Yeah. Well, Jimmy Lar- Jimmy Laranega against Drake, great coaching job. And I even thought in this game, he out coached, he out out coached Rodney Terry. Now, I still think Texas should probably re up with Robbie T- Rodney Terry. It seems like uh, if I had to bet, they probably wouldn't. But uh, wow, wow. Um, Kyle Cooper says I'm a diehard Big Twelve fan, and that was just gut wrenching watching that unfold. He's not an actual Big he's, Twelve fan. He's, oh. he's an ACC guy. That's oh, ACC oh, okay. Kyle. <laughs> 
Okay. It went over my head, buddy. Appreciate appreciate you, Kyle. Um I mean, look, this is why March yeah. is incredible. And look, you can still be the best conference. That's what I think people get twisted last year. Yes. Uh, and look, I am not a big 12 guy, essentially. I mean, I like some of the teams in there, but I don't, it's not like I go out of my way and think this is, I thought in football, they were the best conference, like as far as like top to bottom right now, then Georgia beats TCU. Like what was it? 67 to five or something. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and everyone's like, it, it can't, it's, you know, talking shit to me. Like still think big 12 is the best conference. And I go, yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean they have the best team, but they have that in football. I thought they had 10 teams that I thought each week you had to get up for. There was no Vanderbilt's. There were no, you know, like there were no, uh, uh, Stanford's there were no Northwestern's. I thought every single team was pretty decent. You know what I mean? If your floor, who was the worst team in the big 12 last year it was probably Iowa state and Iowa state was like lost every 16. game. Yeah. Lost every game by like seven points or three points. I think they're a lot better team than, than a lot of the basement of the rest of the conference. So I, I truly believe that I thought last year, the big 12 was the best conference, even though they didn't, they didn't win the national championship. Now I know they still played for the national championship. So I guess you could argue that, but uh, yeah, Rodney Terry, that was a bad collapse, man. And I'm rooting for Rodney Terry. I think he should get the job, but fuck, it's hard to come back from that. But I wasn't rooting for Texas. I'll be honest. You guys know me. I was fucking laughing my ass off. I was like, please, Miami hit this shot, hit this shot. Uh, Noah, I was discussing before you came in here that stack of the money green was reminding the the Twitter world that, uh, that Colby, you locked up Texas. What are you doing? And I'm like, dude, you gotta know us here. You gotta know (laughs) us. Like there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like the Texas uh, athletic director could be drowning and I could have the bucket of water. And I would think I would give it a thought maybe a little bit before. I'm sorry. Not, not on fire. I (laughs) fucked up that analogy. Anyway, he could be, yeah, he could be drowning and I'd throw a bucket of water on top of him. There you go. That works. That works. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Noah, what else did you think of that game? Um, the only thing I really, I guess, have to add is Larinaga's got the most and best tournament experience left in this field. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy L, baby. Dude, uh, but I thought this was a bad matchup for Larinaga. I still feel it's a bad matchup, UConn for Miami, but you know what? He is the best coach left. I don't think anyone can deny that. Like he's the best, the most proven at least. Um Wow. I mean, shout out to the Hurricane fans. Uh, and look, I have no problem with this. NIL beat NIL. You know what I mean? <laughs> NIL beat NIL and the less the less of two evils. The ACC needs it too, dude. That that that's a way you can look at it, Mac. Honestly, if I can, if I can remove your emotions from it, because I know, you know, like if you look at this from a whole, right, the big 12 has already done their TV deal, right? Uh, The ACC is locked into this deal to 2036. The PAC 12 hasn't had their TV deal yet, but they might add San Diego state in a way. If you're rooting for those three to get back, you know, closer to the divide that is the sec and the big 10. I think we should be rooting for, for, well, we should be actually pretty happy, you know, regardless of the outcome in that because Texas was going to to the sec. That was only going to strengthen their image right now. You have zero of the power conference, two teams. I'm not talking big 12. I'm talking big 10 
mm-hmm. and SEC who are about to have a gigantic gap financially within the next 16 months than the rest of the rest of college football, basketball, baseball, all those teams. So I gotta be honest. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Uh, what do you think? Noah? Yeah. I, I think it's so cool. And we're going to have either San Diego state or Florida Atlantic in the national championship. I don't think our sport is healthier. Like this is the healthiest that's ever been. And I, I think it's everything that you said with the <clears throat> transfer portal. Like we've been talking about it for like two, three years now, last year. Uh, it was kind of like uh, it, for those that wanted to deny that this was happening, you had the perfect final four with all your blue bloods. You had an eight seed, but you could ignore it and say it was North Carolina. It was another blue blood in there, but really it was an eight seed and it was only preluding a five seed, a nine seed. And uh, what we have a four and a five other on the other side. It's really, really cool to see. Oh, this is like the best tournament, man. It's the best tournament. I know. I mean, what do you think about what hey, I said there, Mac, about trying well, to find the silver lining in this thing? Well, I think we were ahead of the times because we said we did an episode, remember, where we did an ACC Mountain West Challenge, ACC Conference USA Challenge. We did those episodes, and we That's said they true. were pretty even, and all of them are in the Final Four. So, like, what I say, it's the year of the mid-major. Yes, Miami, part of the mid-major ACC League. They find a way to the Final Four, just like San Diego State did. Uh, Florida Atlantic. So it's, it's, it's been a crazy March. It, it, it is good for the game to have all these different teams that haven't been there. I don't want UConn to win, but they probably, I mean, odds are they are with my being minus one thirty five. So, but Hey, I mean, that's why you play the games. That's what, what's what we figured out here. You know what I was thinking also, man, uh, as I was watching the games today, going back to Florida Atlantic, uh, dusty may might he might coach his way into staying there next year because the jobs are going to fill up. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Know. Like <laughs> the jobs are going to fill up by he, he keeps winning. And you know, I feel like most of the jobs already, I know we're still waiting on like what temple Cal, uh, a couple other teams, but that team only loses one guy now short. Could they get plucked in the portal? Sure. But he could also add players to the portal. And, and, and with this type of experience, you know, like a life experience, like going to the final four is a life changing experience. Maybe they all come back to, to Boca Raton. And all of a sudden you got this, this thing going, who knows if they could be able to, 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 to have a, as a suc- uh, successful season as they had this year, but something to think about. All right, let's hop on over to the other game because if, if you think about it, that roster is the San Diego state of the conference USA. I don't know if any of them really, if they were to transfer, they would be like a highly looked upon star for a high major program. I don't know. I mean, to me, like if you make the final four, maybe one of their bench players, but I feel like, man, you might even be able to get something locally with the buzz that you've created talking to car wash, some shit like that. I don't know. Burger joint. And you might be able to just stay, uh, you know, making some money and and come back to this thing that you just did. Now, who knows? They they might, dude. Wouldn't even shock me. I was thinking about this this morning. I got up really early this morning, and I was just sitting. I actually kind of just laid in bed thinking about shit, and I was like, I Florida Atlantic could win the national championship. Now, I, I definitely think UConn could. UConn's the best team left as far as like a roster standpoint, but fucking Texas roster is better than. Better than Miami's, and we just saw what happened. Yeah. Uh, 
So uh, let's let's talk about the other game because wow, wow. I mean, Creighton, mm. Michael Crichton, my my wife's brackets finally busted. Oh, I mean, this game was fucking bananas. This game, Brian Dutcher, I love you. Congratulations. But God damn it. What are you running out of a timeout? <laughs> oh my God. One of the, all, he saves himself for one of the all time coaching blunders. And I think he's even said something like, that's not what he wanted. I don't know what that means, but you had a timeout. Did they misunderstand you? I don't understand, but um, this game was a classic uh, controversial call at the end, at the end, I did think it was a foul, but I also can understand like the moment of the game. Um, technically by definition, I think it was a foul. Would I be okay if you did not call foul? Probably, probably, you know, I get it. I thought Lede got burned on a bad call with like maybe three minutes left two two fifty or something like that, where it was a, uh, Kaluma got to the line. And I thought was uh, just a complete crock of shit. So people that say, oh, there was a physical game the whole game. I don't believe that because I mean, it was a physical game, but they weren't, they weren't letting all those calls. Like, like I said, I thought Lede did not touch him at all. And they call it, and they called a foul. Uh, so I would push back on people that say like, well, why you just they, call it right there? They missed the swipe on Nemhard that ended up like hurting his wrist again or re-injuring that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I mean, they, they had their issues. Uh, my, my, you know, Shireman got fouled on a three, right. And he, and he did get fouled on the three, but my problem is, is they're not consistent with that call. Like I saw that happen in the first half, uh, with San Diego state where the guy runs into him after, and they just kind of pick and choose their battles on that thing. Um, I saw it with Mark and they did it the same way in the FAU game, actually the FAU K state game. FAU's guy shot three free throws, drawing a blank on his name right now. The guy who fouled out, the guard that fouled out, um, and Noel had that same situation happen to him. They didn't call it for Noel, so I always I always have an issue with that call because th- it just seems it was like, Greenley Brian Greenley yeah yeah Greenley yeah. And uh, I always have an issue with that call because if you're going to call it, you have to call it consistently the whole fucking game. And it seems like they never do. And that goes for, to me, it goes for all the sports, like all, every level of basketball. Um, this game was insane. San Diego state wins by one. I want to know your guys thoughts on the call, the game, everything Mac. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it was a tough call. Um, I, I bet Creighton. So I was actually, I still was, I kind of was like you where I bet Creighton, but I kind of was rooting for San Diego state. Cause I like Brian Dutcher. I like that program. I thought it was a foul. I mean, you, you can't, you can't like kind of lodge the guy and he goes up, you, you move the guy while he's trying to make a shot. It's a foul. It altered the shot. So unfortunately it's a shitty way to lose. Or if you bet on Creighton, I understand why you're pissed, but it is what it is. And I, just happy for San Diego state thought they could have got it done in 2020. This kind of gets them. They get to complete what they started in 2020 by solidifying their spot in the final four here. I love that team, man. I mean, there's parts of the game where it's incredibly frustrating because the offense is so fucking like, yeah, dude. I mean, that was like 10 minutes. Uh, CJ Sullivan was cracking me up, texted me saying, the ref, the ref had to call a foul. He didn't want to watch five more minutes of bricks. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> that's fair. I mean, look, 
that one stretch where like they could not hit a bucket, even a dunk, even a missed dunk. And I'm just sitting there like, man, and uh, several guys wide open threes on both sides of the court, really. But uh, especially for San Diego state makes it tough, but, but I love the team. I love the grit of that team. I would love to see them. I would love to see them win the national championship personally, but uh, Noah, what'd you make of this game and the uh, call? What'd you make of the call? So I'm kind of, I, I tweeted out something like watching the uh, tournament hockey game just now. Like there was a couple of penalties late that easily could have been called, but it's just kind of like one of those things that both teams kind of expect it. Referees really should swallow the whistle, whistle unless it's like a blatant call, in my opinion. Let let the game be decided on the court if it's really, really close, really, really tight in a one and done scenario. Um, I felt that it was a little ticky tack, but I mean, if you're going to go through the rules, it was a foul. Yeah. Um, so, well, that, that, that's that, that's, that's my problem. Foul. Well, and like, where do you define where? To me, like anything under five minutes or four minutes, to me. I would say the under four. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So you had that, that call on Lede, which I thought was complete bogus, right? Like you remember that? Like it's underneath the basket. And, and I was like, what, what, what did he do wrong? Like he played perfect defense and you called a foul. I don't think he ever contacted him. Um, and, and to me, like that was under four minutes. So like to me, people that are arguing, look, I get it. I'd probably prefer to watch a game that does not have that call with one second left. But for people saying like, oh, it was a physical game the entire game. Yeah, it was a physical game, but the refs were calling some ticky tack shit because the, the Lede thing, I don't remember the exact timestamp on that, but I believe it was right around three minutes. Uh, I thought it was a huge call that gave Creighton two points. I don't know. What do yeah, you, you no, it, yeah. It, it, it's a shitty, nobody ever wants to see a game end that way, but it probably was a foul. So, I mean, I feel like you had to call that cause it, it did alter the shot. Uh, some people, I, I don't know if it was Rothstein or Rocco Miller or, or somebody that was tweeting that watch it, you know, cause I had seen it on replay so many times, watch it sped up. And I actually think there's, there's merit to that argument because when I sped it up or not sped it up, but when I played it at just game live time, speed. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought the second time watching that it looked more like a foul. Then, yeah. then in slow mo, it really like you're just like, well, his, his arms on him, but yeah, I don't know. I saw Seth Davis tweeting that out. Yeah, maybe that was who it was. Maybe that was um, that was who it was. But, but yeah, just on the on the game, I I share a lot of the sentiment that Mac does is like, this is a program that was there knocking on the door in 2020 with one of the best teams in the country, and COVID just completely shit on the entire tournament. Dayton and it too. was a team. Dayton. Yes. Yeah, and Dayton. Dayton. But we're, yeah. we're just talking about San Diego state. Cause now they've gotten back to the final four. And it's so cool to see that Brian Dutcher is still there at the helm and he's continuing what Steve Fisher built at San Diego state. And it's all in the same philosophy. It's really cool. Oh, I, I mean, I love a lot of their story. They're guys, you know, that transferred in even, you know, first off, they have a lot of guys that have been with the program for a while, but they also have, guys like Darian Trammell, who, who I watched at Seattle a couple of years ago and I thought he was really good, but man, you know, they were at small, they're almost like the uh, story of uh Marquise Noel. They're at some very small schools. So I imagine never got, you know, I saw uh, Trammell getting, getting emotional after the game and I, he didn't explain necessarily what happened, but I would imagine that he didn't get uh serious, serious offers from big time schools. So 
you know, whether it's, you know, I mean, Creighton's a big time school now, but still getting to the final four is a good fuck you. It's a good fuck you to it, you know, validates all that hard work you put in over the years. So great to see that. I'm excited. I mean, dude, we should just, I guess, lead, lead into this because that sets up Florida Atlantic, San Diego (laughs) state. I know we're going to do a deeper dive on this throughout the week, but easily the game that I want to watch. Easy. Oh yeah. Like the other one, I'm like, oh, yeah, the other one's probably gonna be a great game too. Or I mean, I kind of think UConn's gonna fuck them up. But this, this, this game here, I'm very fucking intrigued. I'm curious. You know, let's not make our all of our locks right now. But first, first glance, where would you lean on this one, Mac? Probably San Diego State because they have a little bit more experience with all those guys, but. These are two physical teams. Been everybody's counting them out. Be like, how how did these two teams get to the final four? Kind of mirror images of one another. Well coached, Dusty May, Brian Dutcher. One of them will be coaching on Monday night, which is crazy to think about. Um, it's gonna be a great game. Looking forward to the, it. The first thought I had, and I, I want to get your thoughts on it too, Noah. But was San Diego State's like Memphis? Memphis was super experienced, super athletic. And Florida Atlantic probably should have lost to San or to, to Memphis. We know we kind of yeah. think you know should have lost that game, but they got it done. But it also was like a one possession game. I mean, Memphis made some shots with like I don't know thirty seconds left or something to get that lead. So we might be looking at that. But I think San Diego State's a better version of Memphis in many ways. You know what I mean? I, uh, so uh, I, I my first thought would be I, I'd lean Aztecs, but fuck man, uh, they're kind of like. Florida Atlantic has had so many versions of playing this. Tennessee's kind of like San Diego State. North Texas is kind of like San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Charlotte and UTEP are kind of like San Diego State. Just great defensive teams that struggle on offense. And I feel like Florida Atlantic's played so many of these teams. And then if you throw Memphis in there too, you know, I feel like they could do it. They could do it. Noah, what do you think about this matchup? What was your first take also on uh on on if you had to pick it just blindly right now? So my first opinion on this, I think I said this on yesterday's episode too. It's like, I think both of these teams are very similar in the, in the way that they're built. And I think Memphis has a little bit more offensive talent than in uh, San Diego state. Um, for me, <clears throat> I look at both rosters and F- Florida Atlantic has their scoring leader in John L Davis. And then it's scoring by committee after him. And then San Diego state has their scoring leader and Matt Bradley. And it's kind of scoring by committee after him too. It's really compelling matchup between the two teams. I would lean Florida Atlantic because I think that they've been the more consistent offensive squad throughout the year. I think this is going to be a pretty big, or like a pretty good rock fight between the two teams. I think, I think this game is going to be more like a, a sick a game in the sixties, high fifties. And the second semifinal is going to be your game in the eighties. It's two games for two different types of basketball fans. Are you more, are you guys more excited to watch this one than the other one? Yes, for sure. Yeah. First one. You know what else I'm thinking about? All four teams trailed at halftime of their first game round of 64. Cause UConn was down to Iona. If I remember Miami was down the whole game to Drake. Uh, FAU should have lost to Memphis. They found a way to get it at the end. And then uh, San Diego state was down for a little bit of that against Charleston as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. What do you think? That is that? wild. That yeah. sums up this tournament. No, I know you said that Miami or Memphis is a better offensive team than San Diego State, which is true. San Diego State's also a better defensive team. But my point is, is that 
Memphis, I think if you were to look at FAU's run, the most experienced team they played was Memphis. San Diego State is going to be is going to ridicule that, or I'm sorry, is mi- going to mimic that essentially because th- their whole team is fucking upperclassmen. So you look at Tennessee. Tennessee has some veterans, but I don't think there is as much of a, a veteran bunch as San Diego State or Memphis. Uh, K State also has some veterans, but like we said, we know that Keontae Johnson and a couple of those other guys can return. Uh, but I think those the two most experienced teams that they have played will be Memphis and San Diego State. Can we, so I have, I don't really have a rebuttal on that. Can we all agree though, that all four of these teams, since they've gotten this far, a lot of people say like the ceilings of final four, all four of these teams can win it all. Correct. Or no. I do. Yeah, why mean, not? Yeah. I, I, That's I my think thought. I, yeah. I mean, I think they're all possible to, but like UConn, I think if you're a UConn fan, you really won today. You really won today by yeah. not playing Texas. Cause I thought Texas had the, the, the roster that could actually fuck with them. Now I'll, I'll still say like, it wouldn't shock me because Miami has shut me up uh, in the Indiana game. And then this game, now I was on Miami to beat Houston, but I didn't think Miami would be able to. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, well, shit, maybe Miami can give you kind of game more than I thought. Right. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's hilarious. Um, folks, you should be watching youtube.com slash the college experience. <laughs> Actually, let me do an ad read too. Cause I know we're, we've been so excited. I haven't haven't read the ads yet. Want to tell you that the college basketball experience on the you know sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by WinBet. Yes, WinBet's now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for uh, WinBet's Win Hour each Thursday from five to six p.m. Eastern time. During WinBet's Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And you know, March madness is here. There's so many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars limited to state availability. And of course for our DJs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a thousand dollar free credit. There's so much to choose from. And all you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer something to James terms and conditions to winbet.com. Must be 21 or older present state where WinBet is available. Or if you or somebody knows a gamer problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by the SGP masters. Yeah. Looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at stadium swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world. Yeah. You can win a three night stay at circle Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sports slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on the room using the promo code SGP 15. We're also brought to you by the sports gambling podcast, final four watch party. Yes. The final four watch party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of final four action. We're basically going to be giving you some play by play with live bets, prize giveaways, and much, much more subscribe at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast and tune in on Saturday. That is myself, real money. Kramer, Sean stack of the money green. And we might even have some guests with us. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. And so now we're, we're, we're in the middle of talking this. So back to your question, can everyone, can everyone in this thing win? Sure. I, I find, I mean, I actually think though, let's be honest. If we're setting, if we're setting, uh, the odds to, to like it one to four, I think most likely is UConn wins the national championship. Second, most likely. I think it's San Diego state. I would only put them above Miami because San Diego state would be favored against Florida Atlantic. 
Yeah, I think Miami probably has a better chance to win based on talent wise, but they're matched up with UConn. Yeah, they'd have to go through UConn and win the other game. Yes. Yeah. So uh, then at three, I actually would go probably Florida Atlantic and then four Miami, just because Florida Atlantic's on the other side too. What do you think? Yeah, I w- I agree. UConn's got to be the clear cut number one. I I probably would go San Diego State and FAU two and three and Miami four, just because we haven't seen a team outside the top 100 in defense ever win it. I mean, but we've never seen them go to the final four either. So they're kind of defying what we all thought could even happen. So I don't know. I we'll see if they could beat UConn. If they beat UConn though, I mean, then, then you kind of slayed the big dragon there. Yeah. And Brando's right. Wouldn't that let's, let's play out all these uh, so, Miami versus FAU. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. I mean, It'd if be that tough happens, if you're a Gator fan or a if that happens, fan. it's fucking hilarious. If that happens, absolutely hilarious. And then you have what? You could have a possible Miami, San Diego State. So you got like two tropical cities. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I feel like, dude, the Pac-12 needs to get San Diego State right now. If they were smart, get them right fucking now. You know what I mean? They should have a press conference tomorrow morning, eight a.m. You know, hey, we're adding up. We're at San Diego State, and I don't know if they wanted to do SMU or Boise or whoever, but get them in there because me and Patty C were talking about this just uh, off air. They're a sleeping giant. It does not take much to get into that school academically. San Diego has no football and no basketball franchise. It is a gigantic fucking city as far as population. You get. I mean, their football program has been winning, but you know, there, I know there was talk this past year. I think they went like seven and five. There was talk about them firing their coach because they just had a new stadium built. And Brady Hoke, right? Yeah. 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 Like seven and five didn't, you know, let them like, he did try to just completely go away from a full on rushing attack that has had no issues working for the past decade. Yeah. No problem. But this year he yeah, wanted yeah, to air yeah. it out. What what was he? It was I, a borderline still confused that he was trying by that. to employ. But, but my point is, is that this university and they have a good baseball program historically, not necessarily right now, right? But historically, I feel like back in the '90s they were really good, right? Yeah, they had Tony Gwynn. Dude, they need to get their shit together. Like, they, they, they I mean, I feel like the Pac-12 needs to get their shit together and get them because <laughs> the amount of talent that comes out of there you know, or Southern California basketball and football wise and probably in baseball wise, you, you got to get in there right now. They got to They got to get in there right now. Um, they also had Steven Strasburg. That slipped my mind too. Well, I just know. I mean, in football, just out of the city of San Diego, I mean, you can go on and on. I mean, like uh, Rick, Ricky Williams, uh, Alex yeah. Smith, Reggie Bush. I mean, I think Ronnie lot is from San Diego County. I mean, you, you can go on and I mean, junior Seau. You can go on and on and on about the talent that is there that they probably didn't go to that school because they were a, 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 a mid-major at the time. You, you throw them into a power five and you give them that, that title and some money, some more money behind them. Ooh, watch out. Um, what, what, what would you guys rather see? What do you guys think about a Miami-San Diego State fun, uh, championship game? Would you guys enjoy that one? I'll enjoy any of these. I mean, yeah. I I would like to see UConn lose because I don't want to see UConn win yeah. it. We we've I mean, kind of said won like natties. I, yeah. I want to see them lose too. I want. Yeah, I don't. I really don't want Miami just because I hate Miami. But you don't I mean, want a Hurley on top. No, I, but but at <laughs> no, the same time, I'd like Jim Laranega. I went to his camps growing up, so 
Like if Laranago won it, it wouldn't be the end of the world. But I, I want FA the winner of FAU and San Diego State to win it. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I want mean, San Diego. Honestly, I want San Diego State to win it. I like the turn. I like that. I like that school. And you're right. I think that is a sleeping giant. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, man. Just uh, like if they could put a fence up on on the the area and the talent in the area, uh, and especially, you know, and I, I I'm sorry if I bring this into the football side of it so much, but I always do because. I find it interesting with USC and, and, and UCLA leaving, they're not going to be playing locals. So, so another reason the PAC 12 has a feud now with the big 10 because the big 10 stole them after they had their gentlemen's agreement, right? Uh, if the PAC 12 takes San Diego state, it's another school that will not schedule uh, USC or UCLA. Yeah. It's another Southern California school. Like if I was the Pac-12, to be honest with you, I would take Fresno and San Diego State because you would con- you would conquer up all the teams locally that they could play out of conference. You know what I mean? Like, and then you'd be like, hey, and I, you know, it might take 10, 15 years to really get it, get it up on on that next level. But I find it interesting. A lot of times when you jump conferences, it doesn't always work out as far as wins go. Now I think short term it probably will, but I wonder 10, 20 years down the road. Um, she, what about the, uh, UConn, Florida Atlantic? Hey, uh, if, if the Pac-12 just keeps sitting on their hands, I mean, maybe the Big Twelve will go in and sweep up a uh, San Diego State. They're not too far regionally from Texas Tech and and those schools. Dude, I was listening to a BYU. I was listening to a podcast this week. All right, the I think it was the Athlons College College Football Podcast, and they were doing a segment on college basketball and talking about like uh how college basketball ratings were, are way up this year, even in the regular season, right? January, February, March, regular season or the conference tournaments or whatever they were way up. And obviously the tournament has been up. Uh, that is adding value to basketball. And Brett, Yormark is going to cap is cap is thinking, Hey, how can I get more revenue for the big 12? He was saying that, that uh, the, the, the two hosts on that, that podcast were, were, were shouting out the fact that Yormark He's already got this deal with Rucker Park. He's thinking outside the box a lot. New York City, yeah. Yeah, and he's already talked to Gonzaga, and he was saying that, man, if, imagine if they do conquer up Colorado, Colorado, Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, Gonzaga, and San Diego State, and go full in and do a paper, like, and be by far the best ba- basketball conference in, in the nation. Yep. And then that increases your television revenue. And then also you're into the West, the, the Pacific time zone. It's all, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if the, the, the listeners that come into the college basketball experience want to hear this shit, but I find that all fascinating. And I think if he did do that and hopped on that, a, what a fantastic basketball conference that would be. And also I do think that could then over years building up could threaten potentially the big 10 and SEC. No doubt. And they're already the best basketball league. And you add those kind of teams in there in the mix as well. Already got Houston coming in and Cincinnati and those brands. BYU is usually a good team. I think San Diego State would be a great fit, especially their culture and style of play. Well, and you get into fit. California yep. and California yes. talent, like, yep. you know, is one of the best states to, to as far as talent. But uh, Florida Atlantic, UConn, what do you guys think of that potential matchup? What do you think, Noah? I mean, I, I, I would be a fan of all of these really like, 
so this this is the thing that I'll throw forward. <laughs> I don't really have anything to add on a hypothetical matchup. Um, San Diego State's plus three seventy five on win bet to win it all. Florida Atlantic's plus six hundred. Why not just sprinkle a little bit on both of them, and then you have a three seventy five or six hundred money line against UConn. Oh, I like that. I like that. And what That's, if my and if Miami upsets UConn? I can totally have it against see. Miami. I could totally see San Diego State or or FAU beating Miami. It doesn't. I mean, I could also see Miami winning it. But I'm saying, like, I feel like that's like a fifty fifty game. UConn's the one that I feel like will be favored against all three of them. Yeah, Miami's plus five hundred for what it's worth on win bet. It, if Miami were to beat UConn, they probably would be around to pick them against those other two teams. Yeah, maybe favored yeah. by one either way. Unbelievable though that uh, that I don't know. I mean, I'm just uh, this is a great fucking tournament. Um, so Tuesday night we have NIT action. Before we get out of here, I guess uh, yeah, we do. North Texas is laying one and a half. This is in uh, this is in Las Vegas at the at the Orleans. Uh, North Texas laying one and a half against Wisconsin. I mean, I think North Texas is going to beat them. I think they're the better team. I think North Texas should have been in the NCAA tournament personally, but. Um, curious what you're doing here, Mac. So FAU going on this run has obviously made us all probably think about what if North Texas or UAB got in the NCAA tournament too? Could they have gone on a run as well? I, I'm with you. I like North Texas conference. USA hasn't like lost a game in the postseason yet. Uh, I'll, I'll take the mean green as well. Noah. Yeah. Conference USA is the best basketball conference in all of the land this year. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we said it all year though, all year on this very podcast. We did an episode. (laughs) Yeah. But I remember like throughout the year, I was like, well, damn, I'm like Western Kentucky's talented. They haven't really put it all together. They're they're really talented. Then I was like, well, Charlotte. We were on rice early too. Yeah. Rice was solid. Dude, even like, I know UTEP faded down the stretch, but I thought like when I watched them, I was like, they're not a bad basketball team. Middle. I mean, yeah. La Tech. La Tech can play. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were, they were a really good conference this year. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, of UAB, they are also uh, taking on Utah <laughs> Valley. Uh, UAB is laying two and a half. This is on Tuesday folks, not Monday. We only have an XFL game Monday night. And what do we have frozen Four action on Monday? Noah? No, uh, frozen four picks up uh, April 6th, I believe. It's a depressing time of year. <laughs> yeah. So you got that. You got the lemon. You got a DC game at least at the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll have college baseball action the whole week though. There, there we, we go. go. There we go. College baseball experience. Subscribe. So uh, I'm going UAB. I'll lock this thing up. I think they're going to put it on Valley. What do you think? Uh, yeah. Mac? Let's yeah. do it. And we should do, we should give out a conference USA parlay for Tuesday. Take the Mean Green and the Blazers. To, I like uh, it. I like the it. Finals. Well, guy, I'm not sure they would like that. I would love to uh, play. They'd th- probably both lose if you adopt them too. The Big Twelve <laughs> rolled all year. We had you know we blew some leads these last two yeah, weeks, but we're still king. I would I would I would love to hit the the real American <laughs> sound drop right now. Hold on, I want to ask you one more thing, guys. But before I do that, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience. Is brought to you by Shady Rays. Yes, kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world class product that's just as good as any expensive pair you've ever worn. 
They got durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. Yes. Oh, you you missed that. Uh, you lost your glasses on the flight. You're fine. Oh, uh, you know, your dog jumped up on your uh, on your Shady Rays and broke them. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, if you lose a pair or break a pair, even on day one, they will send you a new pair. No questions asked. Absolutely fantastic. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can uh, you can you can look good and you can feel good. All right, and I'm telling you, these things are fantastic. Uh, and if you don't like them, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them within uh, return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop Shady Rays exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shady rated five stars by, uh, by over 200,000 people. That's a lot of people. Um, so check out Shady Rays people. Uh, all right, look, I know we just touched on this and I, and I, I know this episode, you know, we're kind of talking uh, hypotheticals, but, um, we just talked UAB North Texas and we talked FAU for the most of this whole episode. Those three teams will be in the AAC next year. Yeah. With my East Carolina pirates. So we know that, uh, they'll win it all. I know we're waiting to see who temple hires, but Wichita went out, got Paul Mills. Tulane still got Ron Hunter. Penny's still at uh, Memphis. I think Lanier will probably have it. No, no, I think it will definitely have SMU better next year. Um, and then you add in North Texas. You add in UAB. You add in Charlotte, who won the CBI. You add in FAU. The only the only lemon that they're really getting is UTSA, right? Um. Is there a chance that the AAC is actually better next year than this year? I know they had Houston, but UCF was, was solid, but I think North Texas, UAB, FAU, and, and you could even maybe make the case Charlotte were as good as UCF and Wichita this year. So that's the question I want to ask you is, is the AAC a deeper and better conference in 2023, 24 than they were, even though they had a one seed in 2022, 23 Mac. I would probably, I don't think that they're going to be deeper. Maybe it's about even, but like you lose your juggernaut in Houston. Maybe you're more of a well-balanced league. Um, getting these other quality teams from conference USA, Cincinnati was solid this year. And um, I, I thought that they, they're going to take another step with Wes Miller, but I do like what Paul Mills could bring to Wichita with the new coaching hire. I think they're going to take a step forward. Memphis is clearly going to be the favorite now, but I mean, who knows actually with FAU, to be honest, I yeah, mean, and with South Dusty Florida May. hasn't hired their guy yet either, but yeah, with yeah. Dusty May at FAU, Ron Hunter is continuing to build up Tulane. You know, he had a, he took another step forward. I think this year, it'll be interesting to see what he does next year, but um, it, it kind of just hit me that it's going to be Memphis and FAU probably one, two in the preseason. And they, they both just played, played a classic the rivalry, tournament game. Yeah. The rivalry is, is, yeah. is going. 
Sign yep. me up. Yeah. Noah, what do you think? Call me crazy, but I, I think just losing Houston is a bigger blow than gaining all of these teams because now you lose a lot of the headlines that was being created for your conference, and that was one game every year. You could count on two of them, but one at home where like if you get up, that one helps your tournament resume a ton. Now you what? really don't have that game, what, 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 and it's what? more like the Mountain West where it's like it's really if you stumble at like New Mexico did this year, they start off hot. They went like fifteen and zero, but if you stumble in conference play, your season's over. You don't really True. have any room for mistake, even though it's a really good deep conference. But Houston under Calvin Sampson never won a national championship. But Florida Atlantic wins the national championship <laughs> next year. You know they're going to be preseason top ten. <laughs> it, it is that is a good analogy. The Mountain West. I like that. That kind of the American is slowly kind of turned into what the Mountain West is just a deep, solid league. I don't know if it slowly did it. They annexed the Conference USA, and now they are the Mountain West. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, like, I, I totally forgot that they were getting all these teams till like a week ago, and I'm like, oh shit, that, that that's going to be a solid league next year. Yeah, they, and they, they, they got some good coaches like uh, Swartz at ECU. I. It, we joke Great about ECU year. all the Great time. First year. Yeah. I they thought. should be able to take another step. Dude, that's they, the best. That's the best ECU has been as far as like from a competitive level since like the early nineties, they yeah. made the Louisiana purchase. And along with that, those teams that are coming into their conference, you have hopefully a reboot at Wichita state Tulane's rebuilding in East Carolina is better than they may have ever been uh, since the early nineties, at least. Yeah. Uh, I see call Hactus says, Colby, who do you like XFL Monday night? DC defenders. Let's DC, go baby. Check out the XFL. Ryan, game. are you going to be in the, in the state? No, I'm not going to be able no. to make that one. I'm going to go uh, next weekend or the following weekend. Folks subscribe to the XFL gambling podcast. I host that thing as well. It's on YouTube. Anything else you guys want to say uh, about the few, uh, obviously we're waiting a bunch of coaching hires temple Last. in South Florida. Last night, Mac and I were having this conversation. It feels like a lot of coaches may have just missed a golden opportunity like this window here. Um, the main one we were talking about was Houston because now you're going into the Big 12. You never know if you're ever going to get that one seat again. You just don't know if that talent's going to be able to, you know, uh, transfer into the Big 12 and you're going to be that consistent again. Also, another one that I think you have to point to is, well, uh, shit, wh- who was the other one that we were talking about last night? It was a K State. I K mean, State. like it with yeah. Drum Tang, it's year one, but. Yeah, you don't. Get that you don't know. Along. And uh, their last three uh, elite eight losses are yeah. Butler, Loyola Chicago, and Florida Atlantic. It's hard. That 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 hurts. That's true. Yeah. Uh, also, also Rice is also in the AAC next year. They were good too this year. They're a really good baseball school too. That's what I'm saying. Get that football program. They got JT Daniels. He's like 75 years old. You know about him in Morgantown there. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> when is the next college basketball experience show? Uh, we will, I think we're going to take the night off tomorrow. Uh, and then Tuesday we will be back. I don't know. Should, Cause we, I feel like we just talked the NIT. So the, the picks are here, but I was, you know, what do you guys think? When's, we, the, when's the final on? Thursday? Uh, yeah, I think the, what they play two, two games Tuesday. And then is it yeah. could be one Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday? Hold on. Do I they get one game? One day off. Let me see. Here. It's a good question. This is the problem, man. We're running out of games. It's like 
it's like Christmas when we had like those three games out one day and it's yeah. like, there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we're almost on coaching hires. Well, it's sh- shit. We'll be talking transfer portal here soon. Yeah. Yeah. And by you know, I know, uh, I know we'll, we're going to, we'll, what's that? We'll have to do like all TCE teams and stuff like that <laughs> for content. Yeah. Yeah, we well, create look, we're going to try to release and shit. We're going to try to release, you know, at least once a week, maybe more with coaching hires and transfer portal stuff. Uh it might not be all of us. I know I'm going to I'm going uh to South America for a few weeks. Uh but, you know, we're going to we're going to figure this out, all right? Don't just quit on us here. We got that. And I'll tell you this, the college football experience is going to be jamming. The college baseball experience is going to be jamming. So you're going to have episodes College football, man. We're like, uh, t- we're like a week away from like giving you four or five episodes a week. So maybe even six. Um, so hop on over there and obviously college baseball experience, you know, as, as, uh, the road to Omaha continues, my East Carolina pirates, just given the national championship now, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be back. Uh, I feel like we'll be back t- t- Tuesday night, Tuesday night oh, yeah. with just, just more drama about, uh, the final four. Maybe we make our picks. We throw it up there uh, Tuesday night, and also uh, I guess maybe even Wednesday night too with uh, the NIT final. Once we find out when that is. Um, all right, guys. Well, until then, we appreciate the chat. Chat's been fucking awesome all year, and uh, check out uh, check out all of our feeds. I just alluded to this. I host all of the college experience. Uh, well, Noah does the college baseball a lot. The spit and seeds guys do a great job as well. Yeah, they're diehards. They've continued to go through it with the whole March Madness. I took a little bit of a break, but we'll be getting one, maybe even two episodes a week, and then we pick it up big time every day during conference tournaments in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, and also I host the XFL and the USFL Gambling Podcast. I love football. We'll be talking about it all. all. Spring leagues are here to stay, folks. All right. What do you got going on? Fuck it. Come bet it. All right. Uh, Mac will still be doing the, uh, the NFL gambling podcast, the Ryan and Russ show. Mm-hmm. And don't worry. We still got you covered for the final four national championship as well. But uh, also Max, I think we're going to have some news in the coming months with Mac uh, on it, on an, on the, the, the college experience front that uh, I'm sure you guys will appreciate. I'm not going to reveal that yet, but uh, there's been talks to be good. It's going to yep. be talks of, of Mac. Mac, uh, you know, hopefully other- it's not a letdown like this March too. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh I, fired. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll recap the big 12 real quick. I would say probably give the league a C they had a winning record, but you, they blew a lot of leads. I mean, Texas, the collapse today, K state blew a seven point lead. Kansas blew a 12 point lead without self TCU blew a lead against Gonzaga. And then it all started, man. My Mountaineers were up 15 early and they blew the lead. So I'd yeah. graded a C this March. A little bit of a letdown, but we'll be back. You know, You're no, that no, a C no three and P. a little bit of a letdown. I mean, shit. No everybody P. rips no on the Big P. Ten for not getting somebody in the Final Four. Tyler well, asked, the party. Tyler well, you asked, have a 20 year sample size. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Tyler asked, where do we find the college baseball experience? Well, on youtube.com slash the college experience, the episodes will come out on this feed, but also. Yeah. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you'll have it. We we did this last year. Um, we did it. We've been doing it this year. So, I mean, we're going to, we're going to, we got you covered. We got you covered. And uh, yeah, honestly, honestly, I, I have a really good transition throughout my years. Like when November starts, it's college basketball all the way until March. 
and then March to November is back on baseball. I'm I'm on both the college baseball experience and the MLB gambling podcast. So yeah, you can you, you can, can catch, find me there catch Noah in there. the off season. I know you saw my peanuts. I got some Oakland A's and some San Francisco yeah. giant peanut bags we'll, today. Let's go. We'll have to hook you up with some Chinook seeds because the spitting seeds guys have really good connections over there. So oh, let's go. Let's yeah. go. Folks, uh, all right, get the SGPN app. Remember, we have the watch party on Saturday. You can hang out with us watching the fucking games, both of the final four games. I think you're going to really dig that. I see Weehawk planning the trip to Omaha again. I know. Uh, we, shout out to Weehawk, longtime listener, Western Carolina Catamounts fan. Also, I host the FCS show, College Football of FCS, your cup of tea. Isn't we he a the, Kansas guy too, Weehawk? Yeah, but, but I thought he's Western Carolina, right? And, and Kansas, Could I be. think. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Come talk sports with us in the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. And as Nags say, fuck you, Texas. Enjoy that offseason. You ain't you still don't have a championship in basketball. And you only got one in football since 1970. All right. What one since fucking we've had we've had integration in the sports. You got one yeah. fucking national championship. Take that loss and shove it up your ass, Texas. Let's go. All right. This is the college basketball experience. Cannot wait for next weekend's games. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Yeah, I make the best records. Got the test presses. And people pressing up to see the professor. I profess my love for the fresh pressure. Put pressure on you types, the much lesser. Much less just a customer in Westchester. Worldwide girls know me as a breast molester. I'm fresh on the keys like John Modeski. Yesterday used to be scrambled eggs for breakfast. Got big expectations and some big checklists. Make it happen, quit flashing your chicklets. Cause the company darkness sounding ridiculous. I'm suspicious that you're just stickless. It sticks, it sticks, you know that it sticks. You need to quit looking at all them statistics. I'ma start a duop group called The Realistics. Don't think I'm so far out, I'm realistic. Got the good music, I don't do the nihilistic. Cause I'm vibrations and animalistic. Writing up my groove theories, got them all listed.